millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Celtic Now and for our podcast. This week's episode is about the AC Milan game. We've just, uh, just seen. Uh, my name is Ryan Clifford, and today we're joined by Sammy and Alex White. Sammy, how you doing, my man? Good, mate. Yourself? Not bad, mate. Alex, how you doing, mate? Aye, good stuff, Coffee. Cheers. Well, obviously, just watched the game, lads. Uh, Sammy, what's your first initial thoughts after the performance there? <laughs> Being perfectly honest, I, I don't know if I'm up or down. Um, it just feels like a complete nation of everything we've been watching. Um, I had no expectation into the game, and uh, they neither lived up nor um, disappointed me, to be honest. Uh, I don't know, as I said, as I said before we came on, it's really difficult this season to get to get that excited about us watching us. And by the same token, when we play that poorly, it, it, you can't really get that disappointed either because you're expecting it. Um, so I, I, as much as I'm disappointed that again we've gone and with the world watching we've been so poor, <laughs> I can't let me down because my expectations are that low to be honest. I know it's you're not really expecting much, but it's so hard when you beat on it. Uh, Alex yourself, what you with the game, mate? Oh, just same old story, mate. It's just starting well, first twenty minutes, cut of goals up, and then you know what's coming. You just, the sad bit is it's like losing two goals in two minutes. You know it's coming. I mean, it's, <laughs> I can't, I've tried, said that to the boys, play football as well, tried so many times. Can't defend them anywhere. You've got to go, man. I think, uh, I'm going to say, mate, um, two wins in 11 games, a four goals lost. I think it's 26 and fucking, so many games in Europe this year. It's 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 not on, man. It's just is. You're watching the game and turn off and up. You're thinking we can still get beat here. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> and that's no something that you should be thinking. Turn off and up, you should be thinking easy street. But to us, we don't do it in, in simple at all, do we? It's just always hard, difficult games all the time in Europe. When we, went, when we were doing a lot, all I thought to myself is um, it's just cop business as fans because you know it's going to happen. Mm. You know, you're getting semi-excited. You start to think, Jesus, is this the week we turn it around? Has he done something? And then, let's put even that free kick was conceded. And I know we'll go through the game when we got married, but when Milan's first goal, seen that free kick was conceded, the rest of the game played with my heat before he took the free kick. Aye. 
you know, he's scoring this and that's it. The bottle will go, player seeds will drop. And again, I'm sitting, I'm going to contradict myself because I said at the start, I don't expect much, but the nature of the goals tonight were probably some of the worst ones we've conceded in the front. Um, yeah, I appreciate it's the schoolboy stuff, but I mean, the schoolboys would be embarrassed by some of the defending, particularly the, the second, uh, the fourth goal. Um, it, it's really, really poor. Um, we get ourselves to a lot, and that should be a foothold in the game. That should be us saying, right, brilliant, we've got a foundation now where they need to chase the game and we can start to control it. But it was, we didn't know what to do with it. You know, we got ourselves to a lot, and whether it's a case of we try to just keep playing the same way, which is just too naivety, or exactly as I say, the players went, oh, fuck, what do we do now? We were expecting a tougher game in that shit. What do we do? We just we, we lost the goal and the heads went and for their own end, as I said, you could have mapped out the game in your head from there. It was just a matter of how many Milan were going to score. Because uh, obviously the first goal, Raw gets you thinking, right, good finish, brilliant. But it's even even when the players when we scored, they didn't even celebrate. It was just like, oh we scored. See any other season, I think you'd be I don't know if it's because there's no fans, there are no one the fans and celebrating, but you're thinking, right, that's us, 1-0, brilliant finish, and Edward gets the second, again, top-class finish, and then as he says, their goal comes, and you just go from there to there, again, then you're thinking, right, fuck, same old, same old, say, like. If, what I would say, the thing that impressed me, if I'm over-exaggerating a wee bit, but with the first goal in particular, was... Edward looked infested. Um, the way he chased the ball down, uh, the way he shields the defender, or put it properly, as opposed to saying he blocked the defender, right? I'd be wondering if that'd be a Champions League game with VAR, if that goal would have been disallowed. He does kind of. To me, it's clever frontman play, mm. but not what it's like. Um, he looked interested, and then the way he took the second goal again, playing high press, we get the ball, he makes a clever run, and the finishes the Eddie we knew last season. Boys, Close the game down in his head. We didn't know the top of the goalkeeper. You're trying to be positive, but then again, because of the way the season's going, you think to yourself, well, is this just, is he just showed up because it's a big game? You yeah. know, we said, I, in particular, the first Milan game, I, who don't get me started, you not enough time here for me to go in my opinion of Christopher I, how low it is, but um, it pisses me off that it takes a big game for them to decide that they're going to start playing. Um, their season won't be defined as much as this is a pain in the arse see come March, April, May if that league trophy blue and white ribbons on it um, it'll be nothing to do with what happened in the European games it'll be to do with the fact that they only showing up in games against Dundee United and St Johnson and Aberdeen Amonakis and stuff like that that's what been but conversely if the trophies green and white ribbons were celebrating the day not one of us will give two effects about what's happened in the Europa League mm. no but we've been here we've been here so many times through this season because you keep thinking, well, okay, it's a defeat, but you know, look at uh, Will early in the season, turn it up, throw it away, but you came away feeling positive, you came away thinking to yourself, you know what, there's things to take for that, let's kick on. Well, have they kicked on? You know, because players are happy to play in the big games in Europe, if you didn't even call it playing, but they're happy to put a, a shift in, and then they just don't seem interested, and that, that's good. I don't think players in general group can no try. Whether it's a lack of motivation or whatever it is, I don't know. But um, well, let's, bend, let's see if Eddie puts on the same level of shutting down come Sunday at home to St. Johnson. 
Do you think he's going to be the same there? Is he going to be pressing their last man, charging down their goalkeeper with back passes? Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not convinced about that. Would you make it Alex? Would you kind of go with the same as Sammy? I definitely, mate. Um, I, I'm the same about Aya. The same as maybe saying it's just turns up when he wants to turn up. He thinks because he was linked to AC Milan mm. that he's at that level. He's nowhere near that level. And what annoys me and it has annoyed me for a couple of seasons, Aya's no centre half. Aya's a midfield player. Rogers played them at centre half because we didn't have another centre half. He's no a centre half. Well, no, it's actually worse than that because if you remember, Rogers sent him to Kilmarnock on loan and specifically demanded, effectively, part of the loan arrangement was that Kelly were going to play him as a centre half because Rogers so wanted him to develop as a centre half. Um, mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. He's no centre half in his life. He, when he can't read the flight of in there in any penalty box, see for a centre half at Celtic, the amount of gold he's got is nowhere near the amount of goals a centre half at Celtic should get, the amount of set plays we have and all the rest of it. He can't read the flight of ball, he gets caught under it when he's defending it. Um, when he goes up for corners, he can't read the flight of the ball. He dives yeah. in too quickly, goes to ground all the time. Once in a position, I mean, the, the, the third and the fourth goal the night, where is he? What is he doing? So deep, he's caught in position. He can't, and he knows one for the range here. That's what he's Peter Grant. The first thing that happens is the points come out. He starts pointing at everybody else. He'll gain this, you won't be doing that. He's getting on a Chelsea back. And I just wish somebody, which I think we're lacking in the team or not, is somebody we have to carry boys to turn around and rap to them effectively. Not, I'm yeah. not why I turn out what he's doing here, but somebody to basically give him a shout and say, you know what, wind it in. You're the one at fault. Sorry, Al, you were talking, mate. You started talking about iron. That just triggered me. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, it's fine. I agree with you because you're talking about Ayer, right? Well, we're, we're <coughs> two centre midfielders basically playing at the back. And at any level, it doesn't matter how good you are. You're not going to be able to do the job because that's not your position. I certainly think Ayer would actually, I'd like, I'd like to see him play centre mid to see how he is. Would, would, would be like because when he's got the yeah. bond takes it out, sometimes that's priceless. Because it gets you up yeah. the park, but then it does give the ball away. Um, we, we are, I don't know where I stand with to be fair. I just think he's a decent player playing the wrong, the wrong, the wrong position. Um, Can you question, Cliffy? And this boy's held up as a bit of a joke figure, right? but genuinely, mm-hmm. is I have that much better than F.A. Ambrose? To be fair, see when F.A. Ambrose defended, he was actually no bad. Huh? When he defended, huh? he was all right, but it, 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 Ambrose reminded me of Boyata in a sense. Boyata was a bit better defensively, but when Boyata just defended, Boyata was decent. But when yeah. he had to put his feet, he was, oh, no, just like... Uh, do you know who... Do you know who's having some season? Do you know who's having some season now? It's in a half. Jack Hensley. Belgium team. I know he's... Aye, but let's not get carried away and start demanding Jack Hensley. <laughs> no, I know what I'm saying, but he's know. a centre-half getting played in his, his position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big guy has no centre, never a centre-half in my own years. What are Big carry I know we're talking about Beaton, right? It, it actually winds me up. Stephen Folk, you know, in, in the media and whatnot, talk about Beaton and all oh, their Celtic playing a centre-half. 
Hey, hold on. Beaton's been playing centre half now for about six or seven years. Beaton mm-hmm. plays at centre half now, and he plays at centre mid. Now Beaton is a centre half now. He might have used to be a centre mid, but Beaton's a centre half. And I actually feel a wee bit mugged off because at the start of this season, I was wanting us to play Beaton there. I like yeah, ordinarily yeah. near Beaton. I, I think he's a wee bit composed. Um, yeah, he's not an outstanding centre half by any stretch of the imagination, but he rarely let us down at the back. Um, but for whatever can fail is over our defenders, like all the rest of them, he's been pushed poor. Um, and I just that that's what worries me. Oh, we're now coming up to December. Sorry, we're in December now. We're in December, and we still don't know who our defensive centre back pairing is. I mean, we don't even know what our shape is. We don't even know if we're playing three, four. It's a lottery. I, I sent a couple of texts to a few of the boys at kickoff tonight saying it feels as if there's a lottery draw before kickoff of who's getting a game. You know, just, there's no calling. There's no. Aye. You know, it, it, it's a shambles. We, we haven't got a settled back line at all. And we had a few injuries, obviously, with Julian and stuff. He comes back in, and then he's bombed back out tonight. I, I don't know what he's done. Um, if it's any worse than what I or uh, Beton's done, but there you go. That's a notice as well. Big, big Duffy was on the bench tonight. Has he just been bombed out? I think he's done. I think he's um, done. Aye. Like yourself, you've probably had WhatsApp rumours since the last since the start of the season about guys and all that, but I suppose like Duffy wasn't he signed by Lennon. No. Well no, that's true. I don't know. I get the impression Lennon doesn't really make many signings and to a degree that's that's modern football. Um what I don't like is that though at clubs where the manager doesn't make the signings, they at least have a director of football. Um, our chief exec seems to be chief exec, director of football, first team manager, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's always a firing man. He's <laughs> obviously, you're talking about defending, but the first, the goal from Milan, it was a super filthy Christie. I don't know what he was doing. And then he actually complained about getting booked. And then the goalkeeper, uh, it was a decent free kick, but he's put the wall there. And then he moved it. Oh, oh wait, I'll, I'll go that side now after the ball's in the fucking net. I don't really think about that, Alex, but for me, the goalie's a dud. I was one for, no, five million pound, play him, see how he is, but it just looks... Shite. Aye, shite, dog meat. <laughs> he's not getting any, he's not getting any confidence. It just looks that way, doesn't it? Um, it's just, to me, it's it's very, very poor. And I can't agree with that Sutton during the game. Well, anything Barkos, uh, Barkas has done anything, it's just picked the body back in the net. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know if you think it's real, Sammy, but for £5 million, for me, it's going to be a lot better than that. It's funny, um, a couple of years ago, my next door neighbour's Greek, and uh, by chance, we were talking, and he's an AEK fan. So mm-hmm. when we played them, um, he came in the house and we sat and watched the game together. So make a conversation. I said to him, "Who's your, who's your, who's your player? Who's the one guy your team that you think will go on and make a name for himself?" And he said, "We're goalkeeper. His backass is our best player." He says, "He'll go on and he'll play at a Champions League level." I says, "All right." Never spoke about it again until obviously earlier this year when he's linked to us. And I was speaking to him again, and I said to him, I said, so I really hope you don't take him off us. You know, he is our best player. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it, drew, it dragged out as it did and dragged out. And then when the amount of money was, was mentioned, he then said to me, it's not worth that. He said, he's no, a good goalkeeper. He'll be a good job, but he's not worth that. And I spoke to him again a couple of weeks ago there about it. His opinion, he says it's confidence. He said he's come over here, probably doesn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. um, he's getting into a dressing room with some big characters. Uh, and you can see that. And, you know, if you look at our best goalkeepers of recent years, got, uh, not so much, um, Foster and Boric, these were big personalities. Nice. These were big boys who weren't afraid to tell centre-halves where, where to get to. Barkas looks a wee bit of a quiet guy. Um, he doesn't seem to have that about him. And again, I'm going back to picking the guy I pick on all the time, but when you've got Ayers looking to blame everybody but yourself whenever something goes wrong, I think a big boy's kind of stuck. I'm sorry for him at times. I don't think he's let in a horror goal. I don't think he's mm -hmm. dropped any in. He's just not made a save that makes you think there's a goalie in there. The one night, he's taken a punt. He's taken a punt at moving across and done with a free kick. He made it look stupid. Um, but then you think, aye, but how many times do we say that? Oh, he's been, made to, he's been unlucky there, he's been unlucky there. The first goal against Rangers was the one everybody talks about. Um, he probably should have done better there. But if that goal goes past Forster in the same way, we're no picking on it. We're not no. saying, oh, he's been unlucky with a bounce or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he's just not made a save that makes us stand up and go, he's a proper goalkeeper. And you feel bad because if we've got one member of coaching staff that we all rate, probably higher than anybody else, it's Stevie Woods. Mm -hmm. So you think if Envy's going to get a tune out of him, it's going to be Woodsy, but it just doesn't, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to be working. And we're in a really bad place that we don't have a goalkeeper that we can we can put any confidence in. Because Scott Baines clearly know it. He, he's, no, just, he's, he's, he's not even good enough for which is a shame as well. Um, but Barkas, I, I agree with what Alec was saying at the start. I, I think it's a confidence issue. I, I want mm -hmm. to believe there's a goalie in there. I want to believe there is a player in there. But um, but he just needs to get no confidence at all and it, you know it, it looks like when you did fit at school and you put the wee nerdy guy in goals and he doesn't know when to come off his line and he doesn't know when to jump the folk and he just stands there and hopes the ball hit off him um, maybe what he needs is one of the games where he makes two or three cracking saves and he went he earns a, a win or, and he'll get a boost for it but uh, I don't I mean I don't know you guys think who, who would you start with if, if you were putting a charge for somebody who's in goals for these Stevie Woods. I've no get. I don't know about you two, but I've no get any confidence in the two of them. Have they? I, 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 if you pay five million pounds for goalie, I think you've got to play him. You've got to just right. pay the money for the next. I would just play him in January. If he if he does hours, he does hours. I think we've got to just, in my opinion, the night. See the team he played the night. I know we moan about Brown playing three games in a week and Christy, blah blah blah. But just go with the same team. Neither of us swapping. As I know we get beat, but if you're going to carry on swapping the team, how the fuck is he? How is he going to get confidence putting in goals in front of guys who doesn't know every week? He's playing yeah. a game. But Julian, yeah. Ayer, Duffy, he's made mistakes, he's made mistakes. Yeah. He must be like, fuck, if I make a mistake and you make a mistake, it's, it's just a car crash for you to really. When you look at our centre-halves, right, that we've got, if, if the five or six options that we've got to play centre-half, see you get a goalie, right, a ball gets, gets flung into your box, 
you need to know the guys in front of you what they're going to do. So see if I'm a goal and I'm playing behind Ayer, I'm thinking, I need to come and get that. Because he's... Mm. he's if I'm playing behind Shane Duffy for all his faults, there's a good chance he's at least going to get his head on it. Who knows where it'll go, but he's at least he will attack the ball. Uh, Julian likes to attack the ball, not always the best at it. He's going tends to try and position himself rather than going to attack others. So you're right, as a goalkeeper, you need to know the guys that are in front of you. And actually, for the defenders, see if you're totally changing your goalie, they need to have confidence in the guy behind them, behind them as well. And this constant changing, I mean, it really doesn't matter what level you play at, right? Knowing the guy that you're playing alongside, whether you're a centre-half, a centre-mid, a centre-forward, you need to know the guy you're playing beside. You need to be able to know that you can trust him because you know what he's going to do, you know the runs he's going to make or the flick-ons he's going to do. Um, when you keep changing it, there's probably during games that have to look around and go, is it again I'm beside? Do you know what I mean? So for a goalkeeper, he's getting the idea, fuck it, the minute we go, the only position in our back four, if you like, you'll be know that it's a certain place, a left back. Mm-hmm. Does he keep changing the right backs as well? I think I'm, I think I'm just echo you, everything you've said here, yeah, Sam, I don't know what Alex makes it up, but for me, it's, everything you've said is just, everything I think, mate, if a defence don't know who's in goals, then the goalie doesn't know who's playing defence, then it's just a meltdown with that, mate. Mm-hmm. Aye, it's, just, it's chaos now. It's absolute chaos. It's just it's hard, to, it's hard to finger point where we go on it from a defensive point of view. I, I think the point that you made, whether it's the, I don't necessarily think I'd go with the same back four, but you're right. I would pick a back four and I'd stick with who's your right back, who's your left back. Who's your two centre backs? And see for the next four or five games, apart from injuries or suspensions, only play. You need to start building a solid base. I mean, for as, for as long as football has been on, you talk about the spine of the team. The spine of the team needs to be steady. Mm-hmm. And part of that's your two centre halves. Who's my two centre halves? Much as I hate to pick them, Julian and I were our two centre halves last season. So they should be our base. If nobody's better than they two, you stick with they two because they know each other. Um, and at the minute, maybe is. Know that they two are great, it's just they're no, you know, nobody's any better than them. So, if that's the two you go with on Saturday, Sunday, well, that we know Lax Alps want to play left. El Hamid, they do, they should be washing the motors for the next month. That moment tonight was honestly, I'll, I'll say it again. Think of all the teams that you played for yourself. See if you turn on a performance point at the back at, at, at that level, you would expect to get a dressing and then get the face game after you by your teammates. That was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, centre-half, the reason he's put in at right-back slash right-centre-back meant to be more physical. He's bigger, stronger than Trimpong. He was like a wet track suit the night. He, he just, he, he couldn't get out the road quick enough. Um, I mean, you look at the last couple of games, he, it's embarrassing. How bad. Um, that's not the day with the manager. That's no new Lennon's fault. You can't blame Lennon for that as mm-hmm. much as I'm in no way going to defend him. You can't blame Lennon when Alhamed, who is an international defender, Plays centre back for his country, plays full back for his country, his club, whatever it happens to be. A guy's running at him and he ducks out the road like that and he just falls. And then you've got Ayer, who again is an international centre back for Norway, is what, 10, 15 yards deeper than everybody else? I mean, what's that about? I know, just for me, it's just even the same going, it was too easy and Frimpong. 
I don't know why I talk about the full other instance of the game because we all know what I am, but there's three points for me. From Pong, for me, out the two right backs, I don't know who he played because for me, he's, at this level, he's he's too weak. He's powder puff. He's very quick, yes, but fuck, man, the boy get cramping for 75 minutes, man. Cramping at, at this level of football. For me, Alex, you've played five, you've played 11, Sammy, yourself, you've played football. Cramping that level, I'd, for me, I, I, I'd, I think that's, I don't know about that. I'd, I don't know where you go for that. At that level, you should be fat enough to last 90 minutes, not me, 75 minutes. I think he's been lost. I, I think he's the ultimate scapegoat. And I actually, see when I watch him this season, again, top 10, one of the boys, Barry, that I'm pals with, and I made this point a few weeks ago, that Frimpong keeps getting sailed short. Um, Christy in particular has been really bad this season, some of the hospital boys he's played the wee guy, something doesn't look right among, remember last season we scored at Tannadice and Christy and Frimpong did that embarrassing wee goal celebration mm-hmm. where they were all dancing together and we high fives and uh, I don't know, something after FIFA or something, I'm sure Major now, right? but that's all that nonsense, they thought they're a couple of pals, it's a couple of tight young guys they know what they're all about, this season there's been none of that, there's just nothing there Frimpong looks as like, again, he looks like a even you play fives and somebody brings a wee brother along or something like that, and he's a wee young guy, no, he wants to do his best, and everybody's looking at him like, fuck's sake, wee man, what's that all about? Frimpong looks like he's massively out the road. Um, so I, I I feel sorry for him, but aye, the night's not the night, I suppose. It's, I don't know what Alex wants to but it's just Frimpong's individuals Because it wasn't about one player being poor. I I just think I don't know what Alex thinks that, but for me, from Pom's not a man. I know he's only young, but not a man for me. Lightweight, right? He's, he's far too lightweight. Um, as Sammy was saying, Hamid's having an absolute shocker right now. So, but you've not got anything else. You've not got anything else to put in that position. I mean, so. Well, do you know who's to blame for that? I'd actually. And I know we could go to be a bit of like, this is an issue that Brendan Hodges would take a bit of a blame for as well, right? Um, we don't manage our squad properly. You, no, you no. get a boy, and I'm no safe for a second. You get Tony Ralton who's sitting there. Like, how long has Tony Ralton been in the room the first team? How many games has he really had? Like, oh, Rogers was stinking for it. Lennon's been bad for it as well. See, when you play certain games, we should be playing players. Sorrow. There's Sorrow coming on with what? He gets about 20 minutes if even at the night. We don't need guys again. We don't, we don't change enough. Rogers was terrible for it. You play, we talked about Brown, right? Brown's an ultimate example. This plays games he doesn't need to play, plays far too many games or the rest of it. But we, we don't give young guys a chance. Even for goalkeepers, you mean Connor Hazard, who we've been talking about for years, might be a, a goalie. It should be, we're playing Ross County in the weekend in a cup. See if we'd have lost that game because we were playing like Hazard, Dembele, Ralston. We could have stomach flus in that game because we're giving young guys a chance. But we don't give the, the squad a chance. We burn the backsides of the players all the time and we don't play the young guys. So probably know Tony Ralston, if he'd been allowed 30, 40, 50 games over the last three, four seasons, might at least look like a player who'd come in and play five, ten games to give you guys a rest. We just don't know because we don't give him a chance. Would you make that, Alex? We can uh, go with what Sammy's saying there. Mark, totally. Um, do you see other teams doing it? Brian likes to wake up games and then like games and eight dead rubber games. Like see uh, Hazard and Ralston and Beaton Belly, they should be getting game time tonight. I mean, you're sitting, you've got two sub keepers on the bench. 
Why do you keep two keepers on the bench? That's madness. I just don't, I don't understand. Um, especially that game of night. He'd not to lose, so change it. Put some, like, mm-hmm. like Sammy was saying, put some of the younger the guys in. So, and see what happens. I mean, give him give a bit of, give him a bit of opportunity to show what they can do a wee bit. What I would say is the night probably was in the game for it though. Yeah, I wouldn't have put them barely in at the stands. You know, for example, against Milan because if he gets lost, you you know from back home as well. But Ross County at the weekend, that's the game to do because it's a cup game. If you lose it, no big deal. And it's against mm-hmm. guys that they might, they might actually be able to perform against. But we don't do it. We just keep playing the same. You know, the the start that was turned up with Carl McGregor so many times he's played fucking eight thousand games over the last two years. We won't drop players or we won't rest players, we won't mm-hmm. get squad mm-hmm. guys that can. So that's that's it's criminal, but Rogers did it as well. You know what I mean? Lennon went on sorry, but Lennon went on talking about Christie getting burnt out playing for Scotland three games in a week. He's been doing the same way Scott Brown. I know. Rest him. And I know he said yeah. like he did it with Christie as well. Aye, Brown Christie as well. And I know that he said COVID, right? But he wants he's over us and he's fully fit. Why is Turnbull not going to shout? See, I, I, I spoke about it in the podcast before. Okay. I, think my, I, I think my fucked his development with doing that. Um, but the night I know he's quarantining, so he can't play any. But for me, that would be the game to play him in. The last bit in the night, I was wanting want to say, see the last 10 minutes, he puts some arm on, he goes two up front. With 10 minutes to go, why, why would he do that at 3 2? Why are you doing it uh, fucking four to ten minutes ago? What's the point? It's madness. Aye. Aye. Uh, aye, there's no structure. That, that's what it comes to. There's no structure, there's no system. Um, we've all said this over the weeks and months of this season. Lennon sits on the bench and he looks absolutely clueless. Nothing coming for him. And I actually feel sorry, and very few folk will say this, right, but everybody's talking about Gavin Strachan and how you know, he should be cleared out along with Lennon. What I would say then now is that I would give Strachan a bit more of a chance because see, for all we know, given the nature of the way Neil Lennon is, Gavin Strachan could be turning to Neil Lennon and telling him A, B and C and Lennon's no, completely dinging him. He's just dinging him. Lennon's just doing what Lennon's doing. I mean, okay, it could be, it could be useless, but we don't know. Um, Lennon just looked completely done. Uh, there's no enthusiasm, there's no passion, there's no power. And, all right, I'm not saying we need the Neil Lennon of eight, nine years ago or whatever it was when he was, you know, getting involved in nonsense. But see if you're a player and you're you're looking for a wee bit of inspiration, you look for a dugout and what you see is two Jakeys effectively, because that's one thing I will say about Stratton and Lennon. They do look like a couple of Alkies sitting mm-hmm. on the bench, lumped, go off on anything by means of encouragement. Um, that's what they mark, you know, that, that's what impact. I'm guessing you agree with that, Alex, aye. Totally, <laughs> man, absolutely. Totally, just, I just, oh, I don't know. We could go on about that all night, though. I, I mean, the last, the last three bad lads, which are overriding thoughts in the night and uh, going, going forward. Uh, I'll <laughs> just, I'm not going to lie yet. I didn't expect anything the night. I was expecting a defeat, right? Even you're two 0 up, you're like, I'm going to do something stupid. They lose two, two quick goals. It turns around again. I just don't agree with Sammy said earlier on. He needs to pick a back four for the next month 
and just keep playing them every single game. And pick a goalkeeper. What fuck knows what one he's going to pick? Pick a goalkeeper, and then just go with that back five for the next month. And yourself, Sammy. Uh, I take nothing for the night because I said at the start I didn't expect Ben in and, and it won't impact then if, if that trophy's got green and white ribbons in May we will not get a toss for the night and if it's got blue, red and white ribbons much will hear that it'll be nothing to do with the night um, as, as I've said and as Alec echoed there um, find a system beside a team and play on it I think we would rather go down fighting than we lose this season just looking as meek as we have the last few will. Mm. so Make a decision. Which was strongest team? Who do you trust and go with? And if they let you turn and you lose your job in fair enough. I agree with everything you said last. And I appreciate you came on. Sorry it's short tonight. Um, but I do appreciate your comments and I agree with everything you've said. And also, lads, uh, if you obviously like to tell people this, we're going to donate to the homeless. Um, came up as well for winter, winter coven. So if anybody wants to donate, um, I'll get a link on the website and we'll go for there and hopefully some money and give it to people who are kind of not as well off as ourselves. Um, thanks for joining us, lads, and I'll see you later. Uh, uh, so, so tonight, lads, uh, my name's Ryan Clifford. It's been good. And I'll see you next week on the Celtic Now and for the podcast. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.